Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, and we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance, yours Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for one more hour. This is the first show that I'm here for in the year 2023. It's good to be back. It's good to be here with you. It's good to be here with super producer and host uh, Dave Shepard. And, of course, the the theme of of what we have discussed tonight is surrounding DeMar Hamlin. He remains in critical condition after his on-field collapse uh, on Monday. NFL hasn't said anything about the rescheduling of the game. It it will not be played uh, this week, and we know that that is the the least uh, important of matters. We have received updates throughout the course of the night from his uncle, who unfortunately had to witness this event live from home in the Pittsburgh area, and then he immediately drove out to Cincinnati. Um, there have been a lot of things going on in the world of sports over the past 24 hours. I just told you about Giannis Atetokounmpo and his career high, 55 points. I'm sure by now you've heard about Harbaugh having a conversation with the Carolina Panthers after uh, the loss to TCU over the weekend. There's Donovan Mitchell in his 71. There's, uh, man, LeBron James just still being a superhuman. There's so many things uh, going on in the world of sports, but they are just all taking a back seat to something that has at least uh, shown and reminded all of us uh, you know that, that there's still some good in the world and that there is some humanity throughout this situation uh, with DeMar Hamlin, I would say almost universally, universally, you know, outside of a, a few knuckleheads just, uh, you know, making things about themselves, that people have come together, that people have understood that uh, the, the life is more important, there's small things uh, more important. Uh, we've seen his toy drive, for instance. People are supporting a cause that he was or still is is interested in, uh, having a goal of $2,500 and is now approaching $6 million. Uh, we've seen uh, Bengals fans walk over to the hospital to, to pray and uh, 
Uh, and then we, we've learned much more uh, from his uncle tonight. His uncle, who I told you drove from the Pittsburgh area out to Cincinnati to the hospital, uh, he, was, he was watching the game. And his uncle, his name is, is Dorian Glenn. Um, it's a tough listen. He just spoke to CNN uh, about an hour ago, maybe a little more than an hour ago. And he talked about uh, what this experience was like uh, at home you know, watching this game live, he talked about never crying uh, so much in his life. Take a listen. We were in Pittsburgh watching it on TV, and his little brother was there with us. And um, when he seen his brother drop like that, and when I tell you I never seen him crash, scream like that, like we were trying to calm him down, like, yo, it's okay. You know, he'll going to get back up. He'll be back in the game. You know, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do. Next thing you know, it's 10 minutes later, they're doing chest compressions. It's a half hour later. They're still not playing yet. I'm like, yo, what's going on? What's wrong with my nephew? And then, like, when I say, like, now we were all in the room crying, man, we were all in tears, man. And I'm not a crier, but, like, I, I never cried so hard in my life. He also gave us more information as to what actually took place on that field in that he had to be resuscitated twice both on the field and then also when he got to the hospital. This is what he had to say to CNN. You told me off camera your nephew died twice. Can you explain? Well, his heart had went out, so um, they had to resuscitate him twice. They resuscitated him on the field before they brought him to the hospital, and then they resuscitated him a second time when he got to the hospital. So um, I just want to show my gratitude for the medical uh, staff that were on hand because if not for them, my nephew probably wouldn't even be here. Yes, and he also shared with everyone that the the amount of oxygen that is being sent to his body is now down to 50%, um, which he's still in critical condition. And, I mean, if you want to find a positive, the amount of oxygen he's being serviced with has been reduced. Um, we're still all in the the big the big question mark. We, we don't know, you know, what, what will happen, and we can all just – uh, is hope and pray, as as many people have done. Uh, his uncle continued to speak earlier this afternoon, this evening, and he said he is thankful for all the love and support that his nephew and their family has received. A lot of people don't get a chance to see how loved they are while they're alive. So for him to have a situation where he could have been taken away, and he has a chance to come back and see all that love that he got. It's a truly an amazing thing, and I can't wait for him to see all the love and support that people have had for him, not just around the area, but around the country and the world. It's been, a, it's been amazing. Yeah, you know, even, even going throughout the course of tonight, there's, there's not much that I can do personally, but uh, just try to be positive and, and, and encouraging about the situation and, and send out love uh, to he, his family, uh, individuals who have had to deal with similar circumstances, those who help people uh, in similar circumstances. Uh, you know, I, I, I thanked a lot of the, our listeners, our current listeners, uh, people who are first responders and, and deal and, and work in situations like this uh, every day. Much love and kudos to you. Uh, it just so happens to be that DeMar Hamlin is a, he's a person in the public eye, whether you knew him or we're not familiar with him. He's in the NFL. Um, there's a big spotlight on a on a Monday night uh, for a football game. And so it's something that we all had to witness 
uh, up close and personal. You heard from his uncle uh, that they, they drove out immediately from Pittsburgh to Cincinnati. And DeMar, it's, it's not like he was a, a highly touted uh, you know, first-round pick. Uh, he was highly touted out of the high school system, his Catholic high school he attended out in, in Pittsburgh. Uh, he was five years at, at Pittsburgh. He was a sixth-round pick by the Buffalo Bills in 2021. Uh, he's had to fight for everything that he got. Uh, he played 14 games last season, and he's been starting this year and growing because of, of Micah Hyde and his herniated disc. And so DeMar Hamlin has been making the most of his opportunity that was presented in front of him, and it's not like the whole world was, was given uh, to him through this process. Uh, Mike Tomlin, we know he's the head coach of the Steelers. Mike Tomlin has been doing this a long time for the city. He's been in the city, and he said that he has known DeMar since he was 12 years old, and he's very proud of everything that he's accomplished up until now, and Mike Tomlin talked about that relationship. Man, it's a really personal thing for me, uh, being a Pittsburgher, and, and that young man being a Pittsburgher, I've known that guy probably since he was about 12. Um, just got a lot of res- respect and love for him as a human being, um, his commitment to the pursuit of his uh, goals and dreams of doing what it is he's doing right now, which is playing in the NFL, and to watch him make personal decisions and, and, and make that a realization. Um, it's just an honor to get to know young people like that. I um, had an opportunity to express that to him whenever I see him. We've played Buffalo um, each of the last two seasons, and he and I get to have a moment uh, because it's just cool to 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 not only appreciate these guys in terms of where they are now, but to, to know them since they were younger people and to, to watch their maturation, their development, to watch them, um, you know, earn what they've been chasing. Um, it's just really a, a cool thing. And he's an example of that. I got a lot of love for that young man. Yeah, it seems like there's a whole lot of people who, who have love uh, for that, that young man. And we know in the case of, of Mike Tomlin, man, he's been a Steelers head coach since 2007. And I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. And so he is, he's seen a lot of young, young players come in and out and through the city, especially being ingrained in it. Shep, it's been, uh, it's been interesting. You held it down here last night while all of this was, was going on live, man. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was doing my best. It, it was an outer body experience because I, I've watched sports since the early nineties and I've never witnessed anything like this where you saw world-class, the biggest, baddest dudes on the planet just floored and shell-shocked and had a look of complete fear and uncertainty in their eyes. These, these individuals are at the top of the world in what they do, which is a $20 billion a year industry. And for them to, to feel so feel just defeated and, 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 and deflated. I've never seen anything like it. And the question I have for you, Jerry, you've been doing this a long time. Can you ever remember a sports story about an individual being so newsworthy? Like this has completely stopped everybody, not just people who watch sports, 
everybody in this country in their tracks. I'm having conversations about this, Jr., with with family members of mine and friends of mine that could. And I'm being serious. They don't know who Steph Curry is. I know that's crazy to say on a sports station. I mean, they do not watch sports. They they might have heard of Michael Jordan. Might might have an inkling about who LeBron James is. Outside of that, they don't know anything. They know about Demar Hamlin. Like, can you think of a time where everything just stood still and a sports story transcended any X's and O's and it became newsworthy? And that's all every single person talked about, including network TV, including CNN, Fox Sports, et cetera. I think, I think more recently, because the world has changed and the access to media has changed, I, I remember vividly uh, being on my couch when Kobe Bryant passed away, I remember my phone going off. And we didn't even have those details. It was Sunday. It was maybe around uh, 12, 12-1 uh, on the East Coast, and my phone was going off. And the next call I got, and I knew, was was from my uh, program director here in Atlanta. I was working on, on V103 and 92.9 The Game, and I got a call from the PD. And it wasn't even a matter of, hey, what's up? How it was, it was like, hey, I'm on my way. Um, I was being asked to to come to the station, and I remember for the next several days, and 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 sure, there was uh, more finality there in that situation, unfortunately, with Kobe Bryant. But this was something that was just all over the news for for days, all over social media you don't you know don't think and ever expect and it happens uh for someone to be in the the prime of their life kobe bryant didn't even meet he met his athletic prime but for the prime of his life and and what he was getting ready to do and start and what he did begin in the second chapter of his life didn't probably even you know scrape or or scratch the surface he was just uh starting there um, so Kobe Bryant for our modern time comes to the forefront. I, I think another time, and this is, goes back to 1994, but a different era, obviously, when it comes to media coverage, is uh, O.J. Simpson and that chase and how that just took over. Whether you you cared about O.J. or you remembered the juice, uh, I, I think most people uh, now associate him with that that Bronco ride, the case, uh, uh, the, I remember, you know, living up in New York and, and I don't know, I must have been nine or ten and watching the Knicks play the Rockets and it's just like, hey, boom, uh, like O.J. Simpson. Okay, well, what's, what's going on here? And the case was on network television for months, months. And so to think about a story that has just just put a hold on on everyone for 24 hours, we have no idea. And that's the that's the part that we don't have control over. And that's the part that everyone can't do anything but kind of wait with uh, bated breath is that, yes, we we unfortunately know what what took place with with Kobe and his legacy is there. And, and it's be interesting to see. You know, what his, his daughters do is I know one is extremely interested in playing ball. I actually think she wants to go to UConn, if not has committed. And then, uh, you know, we, we see uh, what's going on with, with O.J. Simpson here with uh, DeMar Hamlin. We're, we're still in the middle of that as 
That's everybody. You know, you don't have to be a member of the family. Certainly on a completely different level of investment. When you you love them, you know them, you care for them, you, you brought them up, you chastise them, you had fun. It's one thing, but there's so many people who are just tied into this. We, we witnessed this. That I cannot remember. I do not remember watching an athletic event, and we, we can go back to, to 71 with Chuck Hughes, but I, I do not remember an instance just watching a sporting event. And we've seen some terrible things happen in games. Sure. Uh, broken broken bones uh, we have seen concussions we we've seen a lot i i do not ever remember someone just just dying on the field of play uh, and being resuscitated and, and jr so to that point this was arguably the game of the season mm-hmm. with what was on the line in terms of the overall seating in the afc and in terms of the quarterback play, we're witnessing two of the best three quarterbacks alive right now. And you had so many different storylines. So all eyeballs were on this game. It was nationally televised. It was Monday Night Football. It was the, it was the Monday Night Football finale. And they, had the, they brought the great announcers over, and Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. So, so now Monday Night Football was more popular than it had been in, in, in a decade since Mike Tirico. So, so it, was like a, you know, it, was like, it was like all these things colliding at once. And you had more eyeballs on this game than maybe any other game we've had all season. And so that, that elevated this to an even, uh, even higher level because so many people were paying attention. Yeah. It's the, 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 time, of, the time of year as well. You know, I think everyone, I, I certainly was, people, people settling back in into uh, to post-holiday. Uh, it's, um, it's, it, it's sad. And, and we, we all can't do anything but you know, try to try to pull for him in, in every single way possible. And the, res- the support that he has received has been positive. And I, I hope that we can take bits and pieces of this and, and try to love each other in a similar way every every day. It, easier, easier said than done, because I think it's human nature to, you know, get sucked into the norm. And it, it takes it takes tragedy sometimes. And uh it takes awful things for us to be reminded, and that's when we, that's when we pull together. But I, I guess that's that's human nature. Uh, we can all try to do better. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. We're going to take a break. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Sports Radio. And I have all the respect for you. First of all, JR, I appreciate you bringing the truth every night. I listen to you on my way back from work at this time. Big fan. I just started listening to your show a few months ago, and I'm hooked, man. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. That's right. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. There's been so much going on in the world of sports. Uh, I don't even want to call it the waiting game. Because we don't know 
We might have news tomorrow. We might have news next week. We might not have any news between tomorrow and next week or two weeks. I don't know. You just have no clue. Um, But as of right now, the NFL has made it clear that they have no idea uh, when this game is going to be rescheduled. If it is to be rescheduled, they did the appropriate thing in saying that uh, everything surrounding DeMar, his, his teammates, his family, is more important. They will not play reschedule game this week. The league has not made any changes to week 18, and they will continue to provide additional information as it becomes available. We had one caller tonight who wanted to ask me my thoughts on when they should or how they should reschedule the game, and I told him, man, I ain't think about that. Uh, don't care, not interested. Um, and even the first time, and I, I'm going to expect them to to resume play uh, this weekend. You know, we have some games on Saturday. We have the, the finality of the season or what should be the finality of the season this upcoming Sunday. And it, it, whenever they play football, it's 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 going to be tough to to watch, especially given the, the recent events. It just doesn't doesn't seem to matter right now. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. Tommy is here from New Orleans. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Chef, hey, welcome back, my brother. Um, wish it was under different circumstances because uh, I know you probably wanted to roll in tonight and tell us you were the president-elect of the Ryan Tannehill fan, fan club, or you know that you were proud of a. Uh, Tulane University football tickets, season football tickets, because uh, I, I, you know, they went in there and did with exactly what I told you. You know, you know I've, sent, I've spent a lot of time, uh, you know, over the past two years going down to New Orleans and and going by Tulane, and I'm I'm thrilled. I, I'm going to wear my my Tulane uh, sweatshirt tomorrow. I, I would love to talk about Tulane, but we know what's going on right now. Right. Yeah. And I'm trying to put a little levity in the situation. Maybe I didn't succeed too much. Anyway. Um, and and I don't, Tony from Massachusetts, man, I don't know if he's still listening, but amen to you, brother. All you needed to do was look at the reaction from Mrs. Salters and, you know, my, my fellow Louisianians, uh, Tredavious White and, you know, Boog and Ryan Clark. I mean, those people witnessed death. Um, and, I, you know, Shefter had a, the look of fear on his face, like he was going to have to break the news when his phone buzzed, buzzed that this man had passed away. He was he looked terrified. It was, it was absolutely horrifying. Um, I... I, I I don't know what what um, what Demar's medical history is. Certainly, he's you know height of his career. He's, you know, he's an athletic thoroughbred. Um, so you know, it certainly points to you know the the accidental uh, thing that occurred when he got hit in the chest um, because there's there's no other reason, right? I personally think after thinking about it, Joe, I just don't think it was the man's time. And I say that for the following reason: uh, right in the middle of COVID, my father had his third heart attack. Um, the first one was about 15, 20 years ago. He called it a slight heart attack, whatever that means. And then he had a, he had a, a big one uh, right before COVID, and he had a, a massive one. And the only reason that man is alive is because he was in the, his doctor's office getting a follow-up on what he called an episode, uh, and he had a massive heart attack in that doctor's office. And it just so happened that the doctor's office he was in was right across the street from Auctioner Hospital, in here in New Orleans, and Alton Oshner was a pioneer in, in you know, um, mm-hmm. bypass and open-heart surgery. Uh, he coded in the, in the office. They hit him, and they ran him across the street. He coded out again in the hallway, and they hit him again twice, and he had emergency triple bypass surgery, and he's here. 
it wasn't his time, Jr. If he'd have had that thing anywhere else, he'd be dead. He'd have been dead instantly. Um, you know, you look at people like you know uh, Pete Maravich, uh, Hank Gathers, Kobe Bryant, Dale Earnhardt. We had a kid down here for LSU baseball, Wally Thomas Jr. Died in his sleep. He was going to go to the show. You know, local kid, whatever. His aorta burst in his sleep. It was their time for whatever reason. It's not Demar's time yet. Uh, and that's why I believe he will pull through this and he's going to recover to fulfill his purpose here on earth. And I, I truly believe that. I don't know if it is a pre-existing medical condition. I, I, I don't know. But I just yeah. I, I have to believe that and no, I want to believe was... that. Well, none of yeah. us, none of us, none of us know, and and we are all uh, certainly hoping that 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 he pulls through and does exactly what what you said, Tommy. I appreciate yeah. you, man. For Jr. Jr. Real calls. quick, real quick, they used to yes. run a PSA not too long ago uh, on CPR, and and the, the 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 tagline was, "The perfect compression rate for CPR is to the beat of staying alive from Saturday Night Fever." I don't know if that's true, but I think I'm almost positive they used to they used to run a PSA like that. Okay, man, welcome well, back. Hey, Chef, Chef, kudos you. to you for holding that down last night, man. That was awesome. Hi, y'all. Thank you, Tommy, for calling from New Orleans. Well, that that's certainly a new uh, thing for 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 CPR. Hit them with a little Saturday Night Fever, the beat. Okay, that's a little jokey joke there. I can dig it. One thing that he did mention is uh, Ryan Clark from from louisiana and he was also a stealer and he did an amazing job last night on the fly doing something that no one wants to do and is very difficult to do uh i had to help do it here in atlanta with kobe bryant uh and uh, he had to do it last night on a national audience for this situation on Monday Night Football with DeMar Hamlin. And Ryan Clark, he put it into perspective for what seemed like two or three hours. This is uh, one of his comments that I think was, was very important in the moment last night on ESPN. There was no more playing again tonight, Eve. There, there, there was no more next play. Because for DeMar Hamlin, there may not ever be a next play. For DeMar Hamlin, they may not ever be another breath. These men tonight, in all their years of football, saw something they had never seen. And I heard Lisa Salters talk about what they had to witness. Everybody is going through this right now. DeMar Hamlin's mother, Nina, had to come down out of the stands and ride to the hospital with her baby. Yeah, I know he's 24 years old, but it's never going to change what he means to her. This is about a brother. This is about a son. This is about a cousin. This is about a homeboy. This is about a teammate. This isn't about a football player. The lives of DeMar Hamlin and his family, the lives of the Buffalo Bills, the lives of the Cincinnati Bengals are forever changed tonight in a split second. That's how fast it can happen. What else is there to say at that? It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get more of your calls in uh, before we roll out. So if you have any any thoughts, if you have anything you want to share, uh, we have gotten some, some great information from multiple callers tonight on, on learning CPR, uh, where you can be involved in your local community, where you might be able to want to help other people. Uh, whether it be the American Lung Association, the Red Cross, your 
your local fire department. Uh, we have we have been able to to find, learn and share some information tonight that I'm sure some people uh, will be able to to take advantage of. So if you have any thoughts, we'll get you on the line in the last segment of the show. Uh, it's your chance right now. 855-212-4CBS. I'll talk to you on the other side when we come back. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, thanks for taking my call. You have a great show. I listen to you on my midnight shift every night. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. I appreciate you for listening to me. Appreciation every place, okay? It's my last segment of the show for tonight. First show of 2023. Uh, not necessarily what you expect or think about. You already have, uh, you know, an idea of what you will be discussing around this time of year. And uh, certainly it wasn't what took place last night with DeMar Hamlin. Uh, we've gone through many callers. I, I, I opened up the show by telling you, giving you an update. We heard from a lot of the different NFL players and coaches. We've heard from you, uh, you know, and, and we've a lot of what we heard from you is information as to how other people can help and be involved to help potentially save uh, someone else's life. And so whether it's going to redcross.org, whether it is going to, we're checking out the American Lung Association. Uh, One of our callers let everyone know that you can check in with your local fire department. And then uh, one of our callers right now from New Orleans before the break, he said that, uh, you can actually learn how to perform CPR on someone with the rhythm of uh, staying alive from Saturday Night uh, Fever. And I actually got a tweet in. Thank you so much from Dane Donaldson. Uh, if you check out my Twitter at JR Sport Brief, uh, please actually do check it out. Uh, you will see DC Fire and EMS uh, teaching people how to perform CPR to the rhythm of staying alive. And so that's on my Twitter at JR Sport Brief. I just tweeted it out. Please do uh, safely check it out if and when you can. Please don't jump on Twitter if you're out here driving. Uh, let's get to some of your calls in before I have to roll out. Amy Lawrence will come through at the top of the hour. Let's hit the phones right now. That's 855-212-4CBS. Nate is here from Illinois. You're on the JR Sport Brief show. Thanks, JR, for taking my call. Um First off, kudos to Chef last night holding down the show and again tonight for you guys. I mean, it's it's incredible. Um, and when it happened last night, unfortunately, it brought back flashbacks. My dad had a similar situation collapsed in the family room. And my thoughts and prayers just go out to the Hamlin family. I know it's not it's not easy. Um, it takes, you know, condolences, prayers, time and energy. I mean, you just don't know. It's dark and somber. You don't know what's going on. I know everybody wants answers, but, you know, you're not, you don't get answers right away. And, you know, I, I, unfortunately, I experienced it firsthand, and it's, it's tough to see, you know, a family member go through it, but anybody to go through it, you don't wish it upon anybody, but it's just so hard to get any news out of anything because, you know, everybody's so careful, and you don't want to get told the wrong thing or anything. And I know this is on a bigger magnitude than what my dad went through because it was, you know, just a family, but still. 
I mean, it's just takes so much time and energy out of the family and everybody else to try to just pull through this. I mean, it's, it, it's terrible what happened and it just, it brought back so many flashbacks of what happened, you know, with me and it, you just, you take life for granted every day. You know, I got two little girls now at home and, you know, you just hug them this morning. They're like, daddy, why are you doing it? And I'm like, you just never know girls. You just, you just never know. And you got to take everything every day, day by day, step by step and just enjoy life as it comes. You know, That's right. So, well, thank you, Nate. Appreciate those words from Illinois. All the best to you and your family. Okay. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jr. No doubt about it. Let's go from Illinois. Uh, let's go to Canada and talk to Alan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, Jr. Uh, this is where Roger Goodell is going to be earning his paycheck. I know it's a minor point at that uh, at such a time, but you can't reschedule an NFL game like you can with baseball. Play a doubleheader or or look for an off day for the, in hockey or basketball. It's not uh, you just can't do it. And you and your you and your fellow colleagues, you are all earning your paycheck right now. You are showing your true professionalism. It's a it's a very very difficult time, and you're showing the class and dignity and uh, and honor that you've always had. And I can speak for myself, probably for a lot a lot of other people. You you're soothing my sadness considerably. So, uh, and two points I'd like to make. Uh, the NFL is one big fraternity, whether your teammates or opponents. And what strikes one of them strikes them all. They are all wounded right now as far as I'm concerned, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It's a very, very difficult time right now. And my my heart goes out to all concerned. It's a, you know, it's a very, very trying and uh, difficult situation. And I'd like to commend you, Jr., on your uh, you're at your very best under these adverse conditions. And they are adverse conditions. And uh, you're doing remarkably well, and I just keep up the good work. And uh, you're really, you're really sure, you are, really are earning your paycheck now. And uh, very happy to be listening to you. Thank, well, thank you very you. much for everything. Thank you, Alan, for calling from Toronto. Appreciate you. Let's go to Chicago and talk to Rob. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jr. Um, first time caller, long time listener. Uh, I was a regular with David Stein back in the day. Well, I'm glad you're here now, something. Rob. Go ahead. It's an honor to be on with you uh, first show of the year. Uh, you guys have absolutely knocked it out of the park. Perfect perspectives on uh, everything. I wish we could talk about everything else, like you mentioned in the last segment, everything else happening in sports, uh, Giannis, basketball, the actual football, too. Last night was supposed to be an amazing game. It was going to be until – one of the most, the most unprecedented event in a sports game ever. There's no comparison. You guys were mentioning OBJ and Kobe. Those were an end game, but sort of the same effect. I'd put Tiger in there too that morning. Uh, you know, he was going down the driveway, but the yeah, only is, other there is no, there is no comparison. Is, is Erickson in. Uh, the Euros, where he collapsed on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like you, sitting on my couch watching the game. I got up and I missed the play. And I come back and I just see everyone huddled. It's like, uh, what happened? I see Diggs' face. Oh, this is this is not good at all. Find the clip on Twitter. Uh, it, it's insanity. Well, we can 
we we gonna all hold tight and, and and hope for the best results, Rob. I think that's all we all can do at this point. I appreciate you, man. Send good vibes, and I'll, I'll make right. this quicker. I'm sorry, but uh, the Bills organization and the Bengals, all the fans, the players, just you know, amazing, amazing people. McDermott and Taylor get a lot of props. Tomlin and Rogers said all the right things. The NFL's doing the right thing by not, you know, scheduling it again because until we know he's okay, that's the only thing that matters. Not the game. Nothing else matters except this young man's health. I didn't know like I'm a sports fanatic. I didn't know who he was until last night. And everything that, you know, listening for the last hour on hold, he sounds like an amazing human being. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well thank you, Rob, for calling from Chicago. Oh, I'm sorry. He's he's he hit a pause. I had to was ready to roll. Sorry about that. Paul is here from Rhode Island. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you, JR. Uh good luck this year and everything. Let me get back to what I want to talk about. The NFL was looking for that young man, that human being, to twinkle his toes move his hands, and and say a few words. Because if it was by the NFL, they would say, proceed, we've had guys cut off in a cut off the field. It took McDermott to look at his team so distraught to see that none of those guys ever saw that. Not in high school, not in college, not in professional football. The man should swallow his pride and be the ambassador in that whole team, okay, for the for the uh, NFL for injury. The reason I say that, if I was them, I would take that loss and I would use anybody that wants to play me home or away, okay? There will never be a, not a cutoff person. In this situation, it was unusual. But we've seen this over and over and over. The poor, the poor young man is probably numb. But I feel for that mother. I feel for that mother. Because this is a, a genuine player that was trying to progress and make money for his family in the NFL. And unfortunately... The face of those men, that's not broken bones. That's not a, a, a head injury. A head injury, you can get up, flick your fingers, flick your arms, like we saw in the past. Okay? But I'll tell you this. This is a learning experience under this particular circumstances that this will never happen that a coach can obviously say, look at my guys. You don't want, we well, can't play this I, game. I think it was, and thank you, Paul, for calling from Rhode Island. I think it was a, I think it was a joint. I think it was a joint message that we were not going to play this game, obviously. And Aaron, Aaron Rodgers uh, said it the best, and he gave credit uh, to Zach Taylor from the Bengals. Uh, listen to what Aaron Rodgers had to say. Uh, earlier today on the Pat McAfee show. I do want to say this as well. Like, I think one person 
who deserves a lot of credit in the situation is Coach Taylor. I saw him walk across the field and just the empathy that I saw in his face and the way he handled that thing. And then obviously, because Coach McDermott, I mean, like, oh. this is your guy, right? Like, and he was going through it. But just the way that he, it wasn't even a question. No, we're not going to play this game. What are you talking about? Do you need more time? Do you need any time? Do you want to even play? I mean, that felt like that was a conversation right there. So big kudos to, to Zach for not saying, oh, hey, let's, no, we're going to play this. Yep, you got five minutes. Okay. I know it's, you know, you're, you're you know, the, there could have been so many insensitive, you know, obviously in the moment and also hindsight for sure moments uh, that, uh, that could have been had right there. But I thought he handled that thing the exact right way. And whether or not, you know, we can second guess the NFL and, and all the decisions afterwards, but I don't know, had it not been for Zach, you know, and Coach McDermott coming together, would they have not gone to the locker room and tried to play? Because playing at that point was not even close to important as, as this, this young man's life. Tim is here from Maryland. You're going to have the last word, Tim. You have 30 seconds. Thank you, JR. I know. I'll be quick. Uh, I don't know. You probably don't remember me. It doesn't matter. I, I used to call all the time. You call me with your sister. I remember. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, the day, the day before Thanksgiving, I totaled my car and – and, you know, the first responders had to pry me out of that car. And, you know, I tell anybody, you know, when you get those things in the mail about support your, you know, first responders, please do it. I mean, those people saved my life. Um, and that's the reason I'm able to talk to you right now. Um, and I think they saved that young man's life in that game. And I think that's why he's going to survive this. I really believe that. Well, Sam. And I'm well, just talking I, to you odds. Finally, I got to talk to you. Well, I love you too, Tim. I'm glad that you're still here and able to call me. And I, I appreciate you one more time for bringing up all the people uh, who who save other people's lives uh, for a living. And I'm thrilled and happy to hear from you. I'm s- sorry to hear about your accident. I'm glad that, that you're here. I look forward. Call me back tomorrow again, Tim, okay? I will do that. Thank you. Most certainly. Hey, Shep, thank you for tonight. And more importantly, I want to thank everybody for listening. I hope that we can all maybe have learned some type of lesson as to what we can do individually uh, to support DeMar, but then also other people who are in similar situations. Much love to he and his family as we all just wait. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Be smooth, be cool, be well. I'll be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. Don't move here. Amy Lawrence, she is up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.